This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I've heard you use a word a couple of times recently in your cell on sports, which plays right before we go on the air. Okay. And I know what it means, but I it, it sort of freaks me out. What's it's a that? word that I don't like very much. What? Throng. Throng? I don't like throng. Why? I don't know. Something about it phonetically. I think because it sounds too much like thong. I don't know. Throng, yeah, throng of fans. I, you used maybe, it last week, I think, leading up to the Bueller game. Maybe that's an old-timer's word. Well, I think for sure that. Yeah. But I don't know. That word kind of freaks me it's out. It's kind of like gritters. Hardly anybody. I use, still use gritters. As in what? Gridiron, you know. Oh, okay, I know what you team. mean. You know, I, I thought say, you meant grit with T. No, ninth gritters defeat. A gritters, you know, somebody that plays on the gridiron. Just like a Harrier. So maybe that goes back to my days as a Cub reporter at the Independence Daily Reporter when I was 17 and I learned some of these words and yeah. they've stuck with me for 45 years. Throng kind of freaks me out. Well, it's like when people call your flip-flops thongs. Okay. Do you I ever say I, that? I don't wear flip-flops, so... Well, if, if somebody was wearing sandals, yeah. what would you call them? Flip-flops, thong, sandal... Well, I, I don't think I call them thongs. I just call them... I had a friend growing up that he always said that. Okay. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to go put on my thongs. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, Ugh, that's TMI. Okay, that is TMI. A little, a, a little I, too TMI. I think it's time to move on. Steve, your St. Louis Cardinals, they have made it to game five. I'm, they survived. I'm, I'm amazed. Um, uh, what a great game yesterday. I watched the ending of it. Yachty, Mr. Clutch. I know Coach Kinneman thinks he's a hack, but... Yachty's the man, ties the game, then wins the game. Yadier Molina, clutch player for the Cardinals. Let me ask you this, Steve. I know that you are old school baseball man. I am. And I'm sure at about this time four years ago, Jose Bautista hit a big home run in Toronto to clinch the series. I think they were playing the Rangers. And he hit that home run, stood there in the batter's box, and chucked that bat toward the dugout and said, I just hit a big home run. Your friend Yachty Molina took the baseball bat with him out about 10 steps past first base 
and not just threw it. It wasn't a, well, a light toss. I, he turned and chucked it into the outfield. Now, what are your thoughts on that? That's what I, I really wanted I to did, ask you today. I didn't have a problem with it because oh. well, because a bunch of guys were already coming on the field. Oh, sure. It, he wasn't showing up the pitcher. He was no, just, he just threw up, showed, showed up everybody else on the team. Oh no, I I don't see it that way. He was. There were already people on the field. Now, if, if nobody had run on the field and then he did it, I would have, you know. Well, yeah, it would be like but, endangerment. But, but the rest of the Cardinals had already spilled on the field. They were already walking off the field. I didn't have a problem with it. Oh, he, okay. He is Yachty. I see how you are, Steve. You say you're this old school baseball guy, the Cardinal way. Cardinals players, they slide hard, and they run everything out, and the fans stay are, until the last they pitch are, is thrown. They are a model franchise. And I think I've seen some Cardinals fans be pretty upset about some on-field antics. We do things the old-fashioned way. Well, I, I didn't have a problem with it because, like I say, he, he ran quite a bit down the line before he chucked that. Yeah, out. he was out by and in between sure second he, base and first I mean, base. Their guys were already, you know, they were already coming off the field. He wasn't... He wasn't directing it at the pitcher, which is what normally bat flips or anything like that is. I'll tell you what, Steve. I can almost guarantee that if that would have been an Atlanta Brave, you wouldn't have been happy about it. It wouldn't have made... I, no, I, the series has been over, so I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> so, I, is, so, do you think one of the Braves is going to throw it at, at, at Yachty in Game no. 5? Well... I, I didn't hear any. I didn't hear any Braves upset about it after the game. Was there? I didn't even see a story after. No, the game. it's not as much of that as it is. I've heard some rumblings from you before about some player antics, and oh, that's that's just not not right. Well, and I, didn't, I, and I, I didn't, remember, I don't have a problem with any of it. I didn't have a problem with but it. But I think there are some Cardinals fans that if that would have happened against them. They would not have been happy. I, I don't. I don't think so because I think it was in the moment they were excited. Well, it's it, always in the but moment. But it had nothing to do with showing up the pitcher, and that's what bat flips are. Bat flips like Batista's. That's all about the, you know, the pitcher. He wasn't. He was throwing the bat because he. It was like, okay, if you come in the home plate and you all your teammates around, you take your hat and you throw it way up in the air. Is that showing up the Braves? No. All right. Well, so what's the difference? Well, everybody gets mad about Jose Bautista and, and his bat flip. But he does it at the pitcher. This had nothing to do with the pitcher. Well, yeah, he threw it at the right field fence. Well, yeah, he was trying to give a fan a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to kill somebody. Well, that could if it had gone into the stands, that fan could have gone on eBay and sold that bat for probably $25,000. Yeah, if he survived the incident. Well, they'd see it coming. I, I think you're really reaching here. I don't know, Steve. I think you wouldn't have been happy about that. If it would have been no, an Atlanta because Brave. I, it wouldn't have bothered me because the series had been over and the, and you would have turned it off by then anyway. Right. You wouldn't have even seen it. That's right. But the that the Cardinals are in Game Five to me is amazing. After Baby Pedro blew Game Three, Baby Pedro Martinez did come back in. Carlos Martinez he did come back and pitch an inning. The Cardinals used all but two guys in their bullpen to win that game yesterday. So it was all hands on deck. Ahod, who? At an old place I used to work, whenever they would write all hands on deck, everybody oh, needs to be there. Right, okay. A-H-O-D. Okay, well, it was A-H-O-D for the Cardinals. I don't think they'll win game five. Game fives generally go the way of the home team. So the Cardinals do have Jack Flaherty going. Now he's going to go on one day's less rest, but he's been about the best pitcher in the National League. If the Cardinals win, I consider this a monster upset. I really do. You have no faith in your Redbirds. I don't because they don't. 
they are so inconsistent hitting the baseball. Uh, you look at their team batting average. It's the, I mean, when you look at all the teams uh, that are still left in the playoffs, the Cardinals probably been talked about the least of any team except for maybe Tampa Bay because they're playing Houston. But I wouldn't count Tampa Bay out, even though they're facing Justin Verlander today. So, Steve, we have one American League Divisional Series done. That was the Yankees clinching things last night with a sweep against the Twins. And that was a Poor slaughter. Twins. Oh, that was a... I think the Twins... Poor lo- Twins. I think the Twins have lost something like 16 in a row. They've and- lost 16 playoff games in a row. Yeah. Poor the, Twins. To, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, let's face it. The Twins were a fraud because they play 57 games a year against the Royals, White Sox, and... Tigers, so they're they still hit like five billion home runs. Yeah, they hit three hundred and seven home runs this year, but they got exposed. They had no starting pitches. They just outslugged teams. And I'm, you know, I had the Yankees at the very start of the year. You remember, I I had them at the start of the playoffs. I'm sticking with the Yankees. I just think they're the most complete team. And if they get any kind of starting pitching at all, they're going to roll in this thing. And and right now, you know, I thought the New York Houston series might be epic. I'll tell you, the way the Yankees are playing right now, they may take out Houston in about five games. Speaking of Houston, the other side of the American League Divisional Series, the Astros will be at the Rays for Game 4. Astros with a chance to clinch the series with a win today. They played the early game yesterday afternoon, and Tampa just demolished them. I think they were facing Zach Greinke and hit a bunch of home runs Zach off Grinke of them early. Zach in the playoffs is just awful. I saw a stat today. He has an ERA almost 5 in his career in the playoffs. So the Rays and the Astros go tonight at 6 o'clock, and then tomorrow we've got a couple of game fives. We've got your Redbirds going to Atlanta, and then the Nationals and the Dodgers. And Steve, remember what my prediction was? I don't remember your You don't remember any of my predictions? I I know all yours. You had the Dodgers, I think. Yeah, I have the Dodgers. I have them winning it all over the Astros. That's right, that's right. So, so far, all of my predictions are still alive, and I didn't didn't pick the Cardinals to win. Yeah. No, no, I did. Yeah. I did pick the Cardinals to win. Yeah, I picked the Braves, and then I have the Braves beating the Dodgers. See, I had faith in them, but we're going to find out if my World Series pick is going to make it out of the NLDS tomorrow night. Well... That, I think that's like a 4 o'clock game. The Cardinals play at 4, and the Nationals and Dodgers well, play at 7 I'll just say right now, don't expect a lot of runs in that Cardinals-Braves game because the shadows are going to be, especially with, if Flaherty's pitching, he's got that slider going, he might strike out about 15 tomorrow in, in those shadows. Well, there's going to be nobody at either of those two games because of the traffic that will be trying to get to the games. Oh, yeah. Because the Cardinals-Braves starts at 5 o'clock Eastern time Ooh. in Atlanta, a horrible traffic city. Then you've got the Nationals and the Dodgers that start at 5.30 Pacific Coast time well, at the hardest place in the world to get to in Dod- L.A. traffic. Let's face it, when the Dodgers play at home, there's nobody in the stands till about the fourth inning. It's always Nobody that can way. get there. Yeah, you know, they say, well, we got 55,000 here. You look in the stands, there's like 20,000. That's because they're all driving to get there and they can't get into the they're game. They're all stuck on the freeway. Yeah. All right, Steve. We got our baseball out of the way. Okay. You excited for a couple of game fives tomorrow? I really am. And this Dodgers National Series has been a great series. And look at the pitching matchup you got. You got Ferris Bueller for or Walker <laughs> Bueller for uh, the Dodgers. Ferris Bueller. You got the Dod. You know, Bueller's been unbelievable. And then Steven Strasburg, you know, for the Nationals. And, you know, he's got as much stuff as – Anybody in the game, he's just kind of got – he's kind of like Zach Grinky. You just never know what's in his head sometimes. But when he's on, he's really good. Ferris Bueller. 
Walker Bueller. He can Ferris Bueller. He's good. Oh, Ferris. Now Ferris is the guy. I'd like to have been like Ferris Bueller in high school. I think you. I think you probably were no, a I lot wasn't. like that. I wasn't like Ferris Bueller in high school. Not going to school very often. Well, now I might have been like that. No, I never. Actually, when I was in school, except when I went to golf tournaments, I only missed one day of school in twelve years. <laughs> Honestly, God, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was like work. I, you when got I worked, the attendance. When award. I worked at the newspaper, I missed two days in thirty-three years. All I know, Steve, is life moves pretty fast. It really does. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while. You might miss it. That's what Ferris says. There you go. All right, let's take our first break, Steve. We've got a couple of things I want to get to today. After five weeks of the NFL, I want to get your predictions for MVP. Who are the front runners for MVP in the NFL? Who are some teams that have surprised you? Maybe you can even talk a little smack on Baker Mayfield. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, we're through five weeks. We've seen some pretty good NFL throughout the first five weeks. Saw some bad NFL last night with the Cleveland Browns. God, they were terrible. You were right. I, I, you had no faith in Cleveland at the beginning of the year. I said at the start of the year that they were a fraud. They had a first-year coach, Freddie Kitchens. I wasn't a believer. In Man, Baker. I am not I was not him. a believer in Baker Mayfield. They're not very good. I still am not out on Baker Mayfield. I still think that he will be fine. I don't think it's a Johnny Manziel he, blow it all up type of scenario. He scared last night. He, you can't play scared. He just didn't look any good. Odell no. Beckham wasn't very good last night. Odell just a, Beckham. A there's, bad there, there's the most overrated player in the NFL. I'm still not convinced that San Francisco is that good, though. No, but I'm, I'm still not convinced. Well, they 4-0? Yeah, they're 4-0. Yeah. First time they're 4-0 since... 1990. Yeah, they but they got a really good defensive line. I'll give them credit for that. And Jimmy G. I'm still not sold on him either. I'm not either. So let's go to this, Steve. I want to talk about your MVP conversation as I've been beginning to see some rumblings about it. A name that I keep seeing thrown around is obviously defending MVP, Patrick Mahomes. You throw in a guy like Christian McCaffrey, who has been really, really good through the first five games. Christian McCaffrey has kind of gone unheard. It's been nobody's talking about how good he has been through the first five games. Then you throw in maybe a Lamar Jackson who has been good to start. Who are some? And then obviously, don't forget about Tom Brady. Well, you haven't even even you though, haven't mentioned my guy yet. Who are you thinking? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's been really good. Russell Wilson has like sixteen touchdown passes and no interceptions. He's my guy, and, and Seattle is leading their division. I think they're 4-1, and one, something like that. So, you mentioned Russell Wilson. Are there any others that you've been thinking of as, okay? McCaffrey. I, I think McCaffrey's, McCaffrey's been, been unbelievable. Been really good. I mean, in fantasy football, he is just an owner's delight because he puts up crazy, just silly numbers. Patrick Mahomes, after three weeks, was probably the MVP, but he has really taken a step back the last two weeks. One touchdown in two weeks. They barely beat Detroit. They didn't beat... Indianapolis, he's beat up. 
His offensive line's beat up. He has no Tyreek Hill. Sammy Watkins is hurt again. And Patrick Mahomes right now, he, like Baker, you know, Baker Mayfield really looked gun shy last night. I think Patrick Mahomes is starting to look a little gun shy because he's throwing an awful lot off his back foot. You know, he, he's, he's getting, you can just see him starting to get upset. The offensive line's missing a bunch, you know, missing two starters. He's getting beat up. He's tired of taking hits. And uh, right now, he's he's not up there with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is just playing lights out. What about, maybe this is a weird thing to ask, but maybe an MVP in terms of a team. Which team do you think has been the best? I mean, I know, I know obviously New England is 5-0, and but we know the schedule they've played and how good their defense has been. You look at a Chiefs team that's 4-1, and you throw in a team you just mentioned a second ago, the Seattle Seahawks, you throw in the 49ers who are undefeated, New Orleans is 4-1, and Green Bay is 4-1, and is anybody talking about them? Who are, who are a couple of teams that have caught your eye through five games? Well, I don't care what the schedule says, I still like New England's defense has just been tremendous. Now, Tom Brady's been in and out, and again... Well, they've played three games against the Bills... The but, Jets, the but Dolphins. the Bills are really good. The Bills are four and one. Now I think the, really good is a stretch for their, Buffalo. Their defense is unreal. Their defense is just tremendous. Um, I like Seattle. I like what Seattle's doing. I really have been impressed with them. I thought that the Russell Wilson thing was about to end yeah. about two years ago, but I've been very impressed with them. Well, they've rebuilt their defense on the fly too. I mean, they lost a lot of good players. The Legion of Boom is, you know, just gone poof. There's no Legion of Boom anymore. But I, I like what Pete Carroll's doing. This, You know, you never know. This might be his last year. He's the oldest coach in the NFL, even though he, you know, he's really enthusiastic and everything. But I really like Seattle. And, you know, everybody was picking the Rams to win that division. If you go back at my picks, I did not pick the Rams. I, I just feel like the Rams, you know, their defense is not good this year. Which is surprising because they have the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. And I don't know what's happened to their defense. Uh, teams are starting to figure out, you know, Sean McVay was the boy wonder there. And now the NFL is all about adjustments. Todd Gurley's got an arthritic knee. You know, that takes away from their offense. Jared Goff throws it 60 times a game. They don't run the ball anymore. So the Rams have kind of fallen back. I still think Green Bay is kind of a fraud. I, don't, I mean, they're okay. Minnesota's been the biggest disappointment to me. I thought Minnesota would be really good. Uh, I think they're three and two. Kirk Cousins, you know, finally had a good game last week, but uh, there's just no super team. Even the Patriots that are undefeated, they're not the super team. I, I think there's 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 eight teams that could win it, and it's just going to get who who gets hot come playoff time. Did you pick the Atlanta Falcons I, to win the NFC South? I picked no. I picked them to make the playoffs as a wild card. Okay, but you you, you had faith well, in them to make. it. I did, and I don't know what's their defense has just disappeared. They have absolutely disappeared. And they're not going to make the playoffs. I think they're one and four, aren't they? They are. What about a team on the AFC side that you have been disappointed in that you thought would be better? Oh, Pittsburgh. Well, remember what's happened to them too. Yeah, but I still thought they had enough good players. I think they're one and four. Um, let's see another team that I've been disappointed with. I got to think Denver. I thought Denver would at least be five hundred. Oh no! And they may not win. <laughs> they may only win about. Four. What about the Chargers? Didn't you pick them to win the AFC West? I no, I did not. I, oh, I thought you did. I picked them to make the playoffs against Baltimore. Wild card with Baltimore. Uh, I think what's messing up Melvin Gordon's holdout really messed them up. Now he's back. Now you know Ek, Austin Eckler. I think his name is. That is his he, name. He did a great job. 
But now he goes to the bench and Gordon comes in. So there's some problems there, but there's still time to work it out. All right, Steve. I appreciate the update here. Halfway through the NFL. Well, not halfway, but five weeks in. We're starting to get our bigger picture for what's coming. There are some really bad teams, though. That's the There thing. are some really bad Man, teams. Miami, the Jets, the Bengals, um, Redskins. Um, that's four just horrendous teams right there. All right, Steve. I am looking one thing up because I really thought that you picked the Chargers to win the West. You didn't. You no. didn't lie to me. No. I don't know why I thought you did. Well, I said... Maybe you were going to. I said... Had Melvin Gordon not held out, I was going oh, to Oh, that's him. what it was. Yeah. When Melvin Gordon held out, that gave me the Chiefs. And who's not to say that – I'm still saying, you know, Chiefs have a four-game schedule coming up where they play basically teams that are either going to be in the playoffs or going to win their division. I think you got like Green Bay, Minnesota. Um, there's somebody – there's two other really good teams in there. Uh, one game with the Chargers uh, in there. And Green Bay, Green Bay Minnesota – the Chargers, and there's one other team. How about Tennessee? Tennessee. Yeah, well, Houston this week. Houston this week, yeah. Houston. Houston's going to win their division, I, I really believe, because I think Deshaun Watson's got that thing going down there. So Chiefs' schedule's really tough. I still think 9-7 and seven wins the division. All right. Let's take one more break and preview what we've got coming up tonight, Steve. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, busy day busy today for day. Bullpup Sports. That's right. We were out at tennis for a little bit yesterday afternoon as the McPherson 9 girls team was able to take second in the league behind Wichita Collegiate. Taylor Bruce and Sienna Allen, the dynamic doubles team, 20, stayed undefeated. 27-0. Yeah, not 25-0, 27-0. That's and right, 0. 27. They've it's been 27. off to a great start this year. Tonight, we will be covering some Bullpup soccer at home against Circle. The T-Birds are 0-10 so far we this year. We are hoping year. for a one-half game. And they have been outscored 82-2. But a couple of big volleyball matches for McPherson and a chance to wrap up a league championship today, or at least a piece of it, as they will be in El Dorado, taking on El Dorado, who took them to three sets right. earlier this year, and then Bueller, who played two very close sets. Yeah, this great, uh, in fact, uh, great triangular uh, for the Bullpups. You know, they came off a weekend where their confidence maybe got uh, shaking a little bit, just two and three, but it's kind of deceiving. Uh, they could easily have been four and one. Two of their losses came in the third set when the match was 23-23 in the, in the third. So those are matches they could have won, but they didn't. I know Coach Doyle's talking about, we got to be able to finish matches. We get to 23-23. We've got to be able to win. Uh, and they've been really good in third sets. I think they were six and one in three set matches yeah. uh, going into the weekend and they lost two of them. So uh, they've got to get their confidence back. And a chance to do so today, and they have... Their big tournament coming up Saturday. Right, big tournament coming up Saturday, and then they'll have two more triangulars after that. So their season is starting to wind down. 
Tennis has regionals coming up this weekend. State the following week at Pittsburgh. And then cross country coming up here in the next couple of weeks. They'll have their league meet and then their regional meet and then they will have state. So everything's starting to wind down a little bit, Steve. Middle school volleyball wrapped up yesterday. We they, they played the the toughest gauntlet of a I've never six seen week a t- schedule I've ever seen. Yeah, they played more matches, and you that you know every other day it seemed like they were playing, but they're done now. Uh, I think the uh, middle school cross country they have one more meet after today. Uh, you know, it's all starting to wind down for the fall. I got to start thinking basketball previews. That's right. Yeah. Send out your questionnaire. Yeah, I was going to do that yesterday and. We've just been so busy around here, and then we got our owners coming, you know, uh, tomorrow. So uh, we're going to be busy with them, you know, getting them caught up in what's been going on. And and uh, our time is going to be kind of uh, tied up the next few days. That's right. Taking the air tonight about 720. Mitchell will be in the house. That's right. McPherson and Circle from McPherson Stadium. So if you can't listen to it live, and go it, ahead and watch it. Yeah, it'll stream. If you have the streaming, uh, the video streaming, um, Go ahead and watch the game and listen to us. Easiest way to find that, go to the sports page at midkansasonline.com. A big red button on the right side of the page says, click here to watch the live video stream. Right. And click there. There you go. Easy enough. Yep. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.